0: Hi everyone, Judge Andrew Napolitano here for Judging Freedom. Today is Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. This is an unexpected and unscheduled Judging Freedom segment with our friend Patrick Lancaster, the intrepid and fearless and profoundly intellectually honest American journalist, live from Donetsk, which the Ukrainians say is Ukraine and the Russians say uh, is Russia. It's noon here on the east coast of the United States. It's eight o'clock in the evening in Donetsk. And because of recent, recent bombing and shelling there, Patrick reached out to us and we decided to put him on air uh, as close as we could to the time at which he reached out to us so that you can get the feel for what is happening in Donetsk. Patrick, it's a pleasure, my dear friend. Why is it that you uh, reached out to us wanting to come on air with such little notice? What happened that prompted you to do this?
1: Uh, Well, first of all, uh, Judge, uh, thanks for having me. As uh, normal, it's always a pleasure, and I'm very thankful you uh, you helped me to get the message out to the world of what's happening here. Um, But to start off the day, I uh, woke up here this morning in Donetsk, and there was a artillery attack on the center of Donetsk, and probably about... uh, kilometer and a half uh, from where I am right now and um, there were first reports saying that there were casualties so I raced to the scene and after arriving on the scene uh, saw with my own eyes one uh, dead civilian and the uh, military investigators Russian and local military investigators uh, on the scene and it quickly became obvious that the the artillery shells that were used to attack this uh, basically um, uh, street crossing. It's the intersection between Street Penfilova and University Setskaya in the center of Donetsk. These artillery shells were 155 millimeter artillery shells, which are uh, supplied to Ukraine by the West. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. These 155 millimeter shells are the most common shells uh, that Ukraine uses. Uses to uh, shell Donetsk. And um, unfortunately, even on the heels of U- Russia um, capturing or gaining control of the strategic city of, of Devka, which is a suburb of Donetsk, which Ukraine has used for years to shell the center of Donetsk, there are still areas that Ukraine is using to shell uh, the the center of Donetsk because of the increased Range they have because of this Western supplied 150 uh, 155 millimeter weapons. Now, these weapons, these artillery shells were used to kill uh, reported two people. As I saw, as I say, I saw one of the people laying dead on the street with my own eyes and a purported uh, five injured, which I verified by going to the uh, trauma hospital also in the center of Donetsk. And I spoke to the uh, deputy director. And the head of surgery of the trauma uh, hospital, and he uh, explained the status of the victims, the five injured, and that full interview will be on my full report later this evening. Um, but that was the situation at the first attack this morning.
0: Okay, let me stop you for a minute, just so we're we're all on the same page. You're in Donetsk, which Ukraine claims is part of Ukraine, but which under international law is part of Russia. The people uh, that Ukraine is...
1: Shell- uh, sorry, under international law, it is uh, part of Ukraine and claimed as Ukraine by Ukraine. But under Russian law, it is considered Russia.
0: Got This is the area where the people are Russian speakers and Russian uh, culturally and have indicated a desire to be part of uh, Russia. In fact, you're on Moscow time. You're not on Kiev time as we speak.
1: Yes, yeah, the people uh, overwhelmingly want to be a part of Russia and consider themselves part of Russia.
0: Nevertheless, the Ukraine government considers the area Ukraine and the people Ukraine, and it's trying to kill people in that area using American weaponry. And that's what happened earlier today, which prompted you to rush to the scene to take some videos, which we will share uh, with our viewers in just a moment and to reach out to us telling us you had breaking news. Do I have all this correct?
1: Yes, yes. And um, yeah, and that's, that's just the first uh, location that was attacked. Okay. We have more to go.
0: Okay, so we're going to show the first location, which uh, is you in a street outside of a pizza parlor, which has been destroyed. The Ukrainian government attacking civilians in a residential and commercial neighborhood. So Chris Patrick, number one this
1: is where the impact the uh, uh shell hit and as we said reportedly 155 now 155 that's only supplied by the west these are not shells that ukraine had before the western support these are the shells that come directly from western uh taxpayer money to fund the uh, killing of the civilians here in donetsk We're going to continue to show you everything we can here on the ground. Now, the military investigators uh, are here. We're going to talk to them, see what they have to say. Uh, So, we've got a lot more to come. Please uh, like, share, and subscribe so the world can see what's really happening here in Donetsk. uh, here's a pizza place, Chilentano Pizza. Uh, and unfortunately, the crosswalk that these people lost their lives were injured. Uh, please do what we can to show you this real situation. Please like, share, and subscribe. Patrick Lancaster, and right now we are back in the center of Donetsk. We had just come from a location where uh, Western supplied 155 millimeter artillery fired by Ukraine, uh, killed two people and injured five. And just as I got to the computer to try to put some of that information out, uh, a, at least one HIMARS uh, came down here on the library, the city library, not far from the city administration building, just around the corner, here in the very center. And
0: so the Ukrainians bombed a pizza parlor, a crosswalk, and a library. I yes, guess yes. It's fairly obvious that no conceivable military purpose is served by bombing a pizza parlor, a crosswalk, and a library.
1: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Yes. Well, we can say from the witnesses on the ground that all the full interviews, as always, uncut Uh, will be in my full report. But the uh, the woman uh, who was actually visiting her son, who worked uh, at uh, a building near the crosswalk, uh, said that there is no military around that area and that the uh, Ukraine is just over and over, firing on civilian areas. Now, that last part of the video you played, that was actually when I arrived, as I said, uh, to the uh, second location where um, a high Mars, as I said, I just got back to my uh, apartment where I am now, when at this m- place that I'm sitting right now I heard two huge explosions and honestly for the first uh, uh, split second I the two explosions were so close together I was afraid that they were cluster bombs and If that was the case, it would have been very bad, uh, even worse. But uh, I ran to my kitchen window just uh, 10 feet from where I am now and looked out and saw black smoke rising above the city, um, which was the smoke from the explosion of the high Mars. So I threw back on my vest, ran to the location and started filming there. And. As you can see in that video, it's right there on the side of the main, it's between, on the sidewalk, between the main road, Arte and the main library. Now, you know, the West says, these high marks are so precision uh, weapons, uh, so were they just aiming at a sidewalk next to a library? And actually, there was two of them that came down. One came in front of the library, and right behind the library. Now Do these you- high marks they go up and then go straight down. That's why they uh, hit right beside it. Um, now, and it's just a miracle that no one was killed in this second attack. I mean, just right there next to the busy road at lunchtime. And uh, unfortunately, there were uh, two women that were injured Um, and all literally all of the windows of the library were blown out and I mean, I think we've got some more video, if you'd like, or, or a bit later, as as you say, Judge, but just a miracle. No one was killed or seriously injured in this second attack. But these mm-hmm. are United States supplied HIMARS that Ukraine is using to hammer the center of Donetsk. I mean, the very exact center, uh, about 200 meters from the city hall, but no military uh, uh um positions or military buildings or bases anywhere around there. And it's not my words, either the locals that I interview and all these Great. things can be verified in my full reports that's coming up later this evening.
0: All right. A couple of, uh, a couple of questions. One, this happened today, Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. This happened just a few hours ago. Do I have that correct?
1: Yes. And they both happened within uh, two and a half hours of each other.
0: Okay, we we have um, a clip which I'll show in a a few minutes uh, after we finish talking about uh, what you just showed us, which is you investigating the, uh, the second attack, the one that was two and a half hours later. Now, you have reminded us, Americans are notoriously not up to date on what military equipment does, that the HIMARS are accurate. So if the HIMARS hit, civilian areas a crosswalk a library a pizza parlor does that mean that they were aimed at the crosswalk the library the pizza parlor or does it mean that the ukrainian operators of the high mars don't know how to use it and aim it
1: um
0: well just to be what
1: uh, 100 on the dot the the crosswalk and the pizza parlor were five were 155 millimeter artillery now those are a little bit less accurate than high mars are supposed to be but still the lo- the people on the location said no military around there um and uh, but as far as the high mars goes now those are supposed to be very accurate you're they're supposed to be able to land those right on the top of a, 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 a roof exactly where they're aiming well there's no military at this library i went in the library through the library around the library no military just People reading, uh, most mostly women. And after the shells came down, they were all hiding in the basement. And that included the two that were injured. And then all this can be seen in my uh, video. Um, I'm just trying to give you as much information here off the fly as possible. Okay. But people should really educate themselves to watch uh, my video so they can see the full situation. Um, but yes, there's no question that Ukraine was not trying or doing anything to protect the, civili- the civilians from being fired at. They were firing at a civilian area both times. There's no question about that in my belief whatsoever.
0: Um, we're going to show the uh, second hit now. Uh, we'll watch you. This is you where you have some shrapnel or uh, inert explosive devices in your hand, and then you go down into a, a huge pit. Was that was that pit? We'll see it in a minute. Was by the HIMAR?
1: Yes, that was the second HIMARS. Yes.
0: Okay, Uh, Chris, let's run uh, Patrick number two. And these are
1: pieces of what is purportedly part of the uh, HIMARS rocket. Now we bring you this information from this intense attack here on the center of Donetsk because you deserve to see things from both sides of the line. Watch as much uh, sources as you can to make your own educated decisions because it's important not to be led by like sheep by the western mainstream media and the people that want to tell you what to believe. Find out the information for yourself. Watch as much information as you can. All right, just to give you a little bit of an understanding on what the situation uh, here is and how big this rocket is itself. This is one of the two craters of these United States supplied HIMARS hitting this library in the very center of Dunyets.
0: So let me ask you again, was that crater in which you were standing the intended, as far as you can tell, the intended target of the United States-supplied HIMARS, or do the people operating the United States-supplied HIMARS not fully know how to use them?
1: Well, um we could say that hole that I was standing in is directly on the bordering the wall, the library wall, just on the other side of the library from where the video we saw before. So these craters were literally hugging the wall on each side of the library. So it seemed like one was just literally a couple feet off to uh, the east, and then the other was just a couple feet uh off uh, to the west and they just so happen to hit on both sides literally lining the wall of the library now obviously if that's the case then it seems like that building the library was the target was it the target misidentified i don't think so because it's been a library for decades um so it seems like they were trying to hit that uh library um now the only other possible target that I can think of near there is the city hall. But as I said, that was 200 meters away. So, I mean, these HIMARS, I don't think they're they're supposed to miss by that much. Um, So, I mean, there's no question that that library was uh, the intended target.
0: So the the Ukrainian military is trying to terrorize people that it says are Ukrainian civilians. No question about that.
1: That's what the locals say here. I asked the locals uh, why they think Ukraine is firing on civilian areas. Uh, and they say just to, to make us scared and to make us leave and just to kill us. I mean, there's yeah. no question that the locals here, that Ukraine says they're trying to protect. The locals here say that
0: Ukraine is the terrorist. That's what the locals say. These are not my words at all. Is Is this a coincidence that it comes on the heels of the Russian triumph? Uh, and the Ukrainian crushing defeat in the city of Avdovyska, not far from where you are now. You know, I'd like to say
1: these are kind of one-off things, but as we've seen, I mean, luckily it's not this bad every day, Heimer's coming to the the center, but um, it might be Ukraine making a point saying, yeah, we can still hit the center because... Ukraine losing of Devka, it did increase the distance from the center of Donetsk from about ten kilometers, give or take, to over twenty. But these uh, U.S. and Western supplied weapons with the max range, increased max ranges, can still make that uh, uh, journey across that uh, twenty-plus uh, kilometers. Um, so, but I mean, there's they attack civilians constantly. I mean, it's just this year. I mean, keep in mind, we're February now, just this year. There's been huge, massive attacks, both in Donetsk area and Lugansk area as well. Uh, I was here on your show when we discussed the uh, 28 people that were massacred at the market last month uh, uh, here in Donetsk. I mean, I counted uh, 22 of the bodies myself Uh, got there just after it happened. I mean, just a marketplace that Ukraine launched. Western-supplied weapons on there as well, just massacring, literally massacring civilians. And the same thing happened in the Lugansk areas, where a, uh, a Ukrainian uh, shell hit a bakery, also coincidentally uh, killing 28 uh, civilians there. And in the middle, every day, there are civilians that are killed, a couple here, a couple there, a handful injured here, a handful injured there by these Ukrainians attacks. You know, as I say in all my reports, I'm not on the other side. I'm showing you what I can show here. I'm showing the people what I can show here. So it's their uh, needs to be their motivation to see as much information as possible. But. See the things that are happening on this side as well. Don't just watch what the Western mainstream media will show you what's happening on the other side or lying about what's happening on the other side.
0: Let let me ask you some uh, bigger picture uh, questions that I usually ask you after you come to us with these uh, breathless, compelling, dramatic descriptions of unfortunate events that uh, have often just recently occurred. You're so good about being and calling us uh, uh, before the dust is even settled. Have you come across other Western journalists? Um.
1: Yes, there, there are uh, several Westerners that actually live here in these areas and have been here for several years. Um, there's uh, French, Italians, Italians. Uh, and uh, others that have been reporting here uh, off and on. Anybody
0: uh, from the mainstream uh, media, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Washington Post, ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, anything like that?
1: Well, uh, there was one uh, journalist, a UK independent journalist, that just did a a film on ITV uh, in uh, England, which I believe broadcasted uh, yesterday. I'm interested to see exactly how it came. Uh, Hopefully it was uh, fairly fair with uh, showing what was really happening on the ground here. I haven't had a chance to see it myself yet, but uh, hopefully Sean did a good job at showing how the uh, civilian population has been living under Ukrainian shelling for the last uh, 10 years. I know he saw it, so I hope he showed the world what's really happening. what
0: What is the condition in terms of manpower, military equipment, physical strength and morale of the Ukraine military from your observations?
1: Well, I mean, you know, I I don't really have a chance to sit down with them and discuss it. But what I would think is they've got to be pretty bummed out about uh, losing a Devka. And, you know, it's just so the people out there understand what of Devka, it is a huge strategic and moral uh, 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 um, uh, upper, you could say, for the Russian military capturing it and the locals, because Ukraine has been attacking uh, Donetsk from Avdivka for 10 years almost. May 26 it'll be 10 years. Now, Uh, We also have to understand that Avdivka is also one of the cities that had a referendum in 2014 to break away from Ukraine, just like Donetsk did and almost all of the villages and towns and cities in the Donetsk area. And Avdivka is just one of the ones that Ukraine was able to hang on to during the protests to get rid of Ukraine, which preceded this 10-year war. Uh, not, again, as I always say, not a two-year war like um, the Western mainstream media would like you to think. They they want you to think this Saturday, the 24th, will be two years that, uh, that the war has been going on. No, this was going on as a civil war for eight years before that. Uh, and the, the world needs to understand that. And again, educate yourself if you don't understand that.
0: How bad off is, is the military? We understand in the West, not from mainstream media, but from uh other sources of, of people like you uh that the ukraine military is very very low in manpower in fact the argument has been made that even if the u.s congress sends or authorizes another 60 billion uh in military equipment to come there it would take so long to get there there'd be very few people there to receive it and use it
1: well, they're—I mean—they're I mean, they're always talking about continuing and prolonging and making more in-depth uh, the uh, mobilization or basically the draft in uh, Ukraine. I mean, they're just drafting people left and right. I mean, there's even stories of uh, handicapped and elderly people being drafted. I mean, these are secondhand stories uh, that come out, but. Um, every week there's more and more videos of recruiters you know recruiters uh, taking people off the street literally military servicemen arresting People to bring them to the front line. There's no doubt about that. They call them mobilization dodgers or draft dodgers. um, The people that just didn't want to go and fight in this war for Zelensky. Um, And, you know, just, I mean, there's literally thousands of video evidence of um, Ukrainian forces forcefully taking people off the street to bring them to war.
0: Patrick, are you going to be able to get to sleep tonight? (laughs) <laughs> we'll we'll see well thank you very much you are an absolutely courageous profoundly intellectually honest uh man and all of our viewers appreciate it we my team appreciates it thank you very much call us whenever you have this breaking news we'll stop what, what we're doing and put you on air just as we've uh, as we've done now thank you patrick godspeed be well. Stay safe. We'll talk to you soon.
1: All right. Well, thank you very much, uh, Judge, and it was great to be on. And again, for people that want to see this full video, it's on my uh, channel, Patrick uh, Lancaster News Today on YouTube, and they can educate themselves a little bit more.
0: Thank you, Patrick. All the best. YouTube. Wow. Breathtaking. Coming up uh, at 1.30 uh, Eastern, Professor Jeffrey Sachs at 2 o'clock Eastern, Matt Ho at 3 o'clock Eastern, Lieutenant Colonel Karen Kwiatkowski at 4.30 Eastern, Scott Ritter. Judge Napolitano for Judging Freedom.